What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. This is the podcast to help you develop a healthy mind and keep your body aligned. Health is not just about a number on the scale or what you look like in the mirror. It's a condition of physical, mental, spiritual, and social well-being with the absence of disease, discomfort, and the ability to adapt to life's challenges with vitality and resilience. Here, we'll discuss all of the ways you can optimize your mind, body, and soul. So please join me each and every week as we dive into all things health. If you'd like to help support the show, you can leave a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify, invest into your own health with any of the programs listed on my website, or please share the podcast with a friend or on social media. Be sure to tag me. All the links will be in the show notes. Now, with all that shit out of the way, let's get into today's topic of discussion, and that is life actually i got two two directions i want to go with this um i'm gonna briefly give a like synopsis if you will (laughs) cliff notes of something that's been heavy on like my mind and body and soul and life (laughs) lately it's been um something we've talked a lot about with my clients and whatnot and in our community and uh I want to share what I've been learning in the process um, really about forgiveness and letting go of old shit that doesn't do anything for you anymore. This is something I've dealt with a lot in my life, not letting go, like holding on to shit that really doesn't matter. When I say shit, I'm not holding on to like an actual pile of poo. I am talking about like holding on to that emotional or mental baggage that is something from the past that happened to you years ago and not allowing yourself to move forward. If any of you have been there, you know exactly what I mean. Um, It's like that one thing that just haunts you and doesn't go away. And I shared a little bit about this um, indirectly in the past with the one podcast I shared about my experience with uh, psilocybin, psychedelics, magic mushrooms, whatever you want to call them. And this was actually probably, <laughs> there's, an, there's an outside possibility this was a year ago today because it was the middle of September. Fuck, it might have been a year. Wow. No way. That's crazy because I actually remember it. It was totally a year ago because it was a week after my birthday, and today is a week after my birthday. Last year, I ran a Spartan race with one of my old clients, and then when I came home, one of my other clients, had he had a hookup, so he was able to get me some uh, psilocybin, some magic mushrooms, and some shrooms. And that day was the first time I ever took them. And that day was the first time that I recognized, I was able to fully see that I was suppressing the feeling of love and joy from myself. And it was so fascinating. I talked a lot about that in another podcast. I don't know what podcast episode that is. Can I go back? No, this isn't going to let me. Uh, It doesn't matter. If you go back like 15 or 20 episodes, you'll find it. It literally is called like my experience with uh, psilocybin. Something like that. So anyway, I talked about this in great, I didn't actually talk about like the doing the mushrooms thing, but I talk about this whole idea in great detail 
in this week's email blast that'll be going out Tuesday. So if you guys haven't signed up for that yet, you totally should. It's kind of like the podcast, but in email form. So if you don't like listen to podcasts often, but you kind of want to uh, get an insight to what I work with with clients, because like literally everything that I work on my work with my clients on, I share with all of you. And this is what I'm saying: like you don't you re, you really don't need a coach. And I see coaches all the time saying coaches need coaches too like no you just need to hold yourself the fuck accountable <laughs> you don't need if you're if you have a coach and you need a coach it's cool and like maybe you need that external accountability and that's perfectly fine obviously i'm cool with it that's why i do what i do but <laughs> you don't need a coach if you're willing to take the information and the, and the stories and all the things that people like myself share you can absorb it apply it to your own context and and make the changes that you need right so this is something we've been talking about a lot with my clients lately it's just like letting go of some of this old shit and the issue is you may think that you let it go right like you have like one like this this happened with me with the taking mushrooms like it's such a profound bodily experience that it felt like oh my god everything is going to change from today here on out right like i i wanted like i felt i felt the release i felt the release from like the emotional baggage of my past but it came back and here's the thing this is where understanding how the human body operates can be very insightful and can open up the opportunity for you to give yourself grace to give yourself that forgiveness that you deserve and maybe withholding from yourself because the human body, like every time we behave a certain way, that behavior, whether it's communication, whether it's like a physical action, like like watching Netflix and working out, two completely different things on the physical realm, but we talk about internally inside of your mind, the same type of thing is occurring. A synaptic connection is formed the more and more you do it, and the more and more you do this behavior, whatever it is, the more it becomes solidified in your brain. And over a period of time, if you do it long enough, it will myelinate. And essentially what this means is a sheet of fatty tissue will encase this connection. Just, just, just think about the, the, the wires being plugged into the wall right now. A, a, like your television, like maybe you like to move your TV around and reorganize your living room, right? The connection of your TV to the wall will become myelinated. It will essentially harden not like completely but it will essentially be encased in this fatty tissue and it will it's it serves as a protective mechanism because what your brain does is it wants to be efficient at the behaviors you do so like if you watch netflix every single day after work you will become so proficient at it your brain actually will become so proficient at it that you won't have to think about it you will just do it like here's how i will this is my favorite example because it used to happen all the time and all my clients can relate to it it's like when you drive to work and all of a sudden you're there and you forget to drive in. It's because you do it so much that you can go, not to freak anybody out for a minute, unconscious in the moment and your body can perform the task efficiently without you being consciously aware. And so your consciousness drifts off into another place. Wherever that is, I don't know. Um, but your consciousness can drift off. And it's important for you to start to become aware of this. And each and every time, because like these things, like your consciousness drifting off could easily be you going back to the past and beating yourself up for that mistake that you made 10 years ago. 
it can easily go there because maybe you always have. Now, even if you let it go one time, it becomes a practice forgiving yourself, showing yourself grace. We talk about this all the time with my clients, showing yourself grace, forgiving yourself, letting go of this emotional baggage. Because like, if you've ever experienced it before, you know what it feels like. Like it feels fucking heavy when you're like holding on to that guilt and shame of something you could have done better 10 years ago. It is exhausting. But letting go of it, surrendering to it, if you will, forgiving yourself for it. I think it starts with, this is my personal opinion here. I think it starts with forgiveness and then eventually you'll let it go because then forgiveness doesn't even, doesn't even matter. You don't need to forgive yourself eventually. I just want to say that there's a book called uh, Letting Go the Path of Surrender by David by Dr. David Hawkins. I couldn't recommend it more to people. I've read it probably almost two dozen times or listened to it. And it is such a good book and a good understanding of the insight of like emotions and consciousness and how you can let go of them. But the whole thing is like, it really starts with a new decision today. And then tomorrow, the same thing's gonna occur. And you have to continuously make that decision over and over again. Make the decision to forgive yourself. And make yourself make the decision to go to the gym. Make the decision to go for a walk. Make the decision to eat healthier. Right? These are all like gonna be byproducts of you starting with forgiving yourself. And so many of the clients I work with, like they start to like they really start to own the fact like their health is a direct reflection on what they did to themselves. And like it sounds kind of heavy. When I say it like that, like you did that to yourself. I did it to myself. I'm not, I'm not sitting here all, like on my, my throne, like I'm better than all you people. No, because this is something that I work on every single day. This is why I'm saying it's a fucking practice. You have to continuously do it. It's not just something that will, will change overnight. You have to continuously day in and day out. Every time these old emotional patterns come up, all the, all the, every time that like, if you have an addictive behavior, like I did with alcohol, like you have to notice where you're going with that. Like, why, what are you feeling? Why are you doing it? I'm not saying that sometimes like I'll be fucking real with you. It may not be the best advice in the world, but whatever. Sometimes you might have to like go through it. Like there was a year in my life where I occasionally drank back in like 2021. And I was like, when I would wake up the next day sober, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? And I realized like there was something there I still had to see. There's still so much shame and guilt that I had suppressed deep down inside of myself that I didn't want to see and I masked it with alcohol. And then when I started to make the changes in my health, because like I started with the physical things, when I started to make changes in my health, I just used my health to bury the same emotions until it festered back up again. So that's what I mean. Like it's a practice. It's a practice. Each every every time it comes up, you have to like work through it. And I'm not saying like you have to understand why. I think I think a lot of okay. I'm speak solely from the, the the my own experience with the clients I work with. A lot of the clients I work with try to understand why they are the way they are. And trust me, in time that will come. Right? The first thing, because understanding the why will simply just make it okay for you to continue to behave that way. Or it could, let me rephrase, it could give you enough of a reason to just continue behaving that way. Like, um, like I was beat when I was a kid, so it only makes sense that I beat my kid. Or, you know, addiction runs, in my, I'll just, again, I'll just keep using myself as the example. Addiction runs in my family. So why, why do I keep drinking? Because addiction runs in your family, bro. It's genetic. And I could have continued to use that for the reason why I was still drinking, but I stopped. Because you have a decision to make. 
each and every day, whenever those old emotional patterns come up, whenever the frustrations come up, whenever you want to use that addictive behavior again, can you just sit with it? And sometimes, let's be real with everybody, sometimes it might mean that you have to go through the addictive behavior and sit with the emotion through it all. I can't tell you how many times I did this. I didn't want to do it. But there's a part of me that wanted to do it. Let me just be fucking real. Getting drunk temporarily felt good. <laughs> I can't lie about that. Um, there's a part. There was a part of me that wanted to do it, and there was a part of me that didn't. It was like I was being split into five, <laughs> five different Tyler's. Imagine that. So anyway, I just kind of want to hit on that real fast, and then um, the the real thing I wanted to talk. By that was maybe I'll just wrap it up there. Actually, I kind of want to dive deeper into rope flow. Talk about rope flow a little bit. Because like I was yesterday, one of the things I was doing was I took my hair, my hair tie out. And that's a show. I took my hair tie out. Um, I took my hair tie out and I was just found myself wrapping around my fingers in ways I've never done before. And then I realized it's something I picked up from rope flow. Like the way I can twist and contort my fingers and hands and my shoulders and my spine for that matter. And the way I can move my body now, it's so much different than it's ever been. And it's because I'm, beca I'm becoming very proficient in it with a lot of the skills I've uh, learned through rope flow. Um, and this is like one of the reasons I really want to find more of a way to get people to pick up the rope is because it has so much transfer in everything in life, like so much transfer in everything in life. Like if I could go back in time and equipped my 17 year old self with a few things, I got to give it a few. I would tell myself to stop smoking and drinking when I'm 17. Like probably you have a whole life ahead of you to do this. Relax. Um, but I also would give myself a rope. Because everything I've learned in rope flow, the physical skills, the names aside, all that stuff aside, whatever they're called, have had so much transfer in the way I physically move my body. And it's so much of it is the same patterns I would go through, the same motions I would go through when I was playing volleyball and even football in some ways. So there's just so much, so much carryover. Even if like you're a mom with three kids, there's so much carryover. Even, even if you're a grandmom, with five grandkids and it's just you and your your husband at home like it's just the two of you or even if it's even if you're a single dude who's in his 30s like me there's so much carryover with all of it like if you if you here you go if you walk then road flow will benefit you because the skills you learn the basic fundamental skills of road flow transfer over directly to walking it is the same exact motion, the same exact pattern. The only difference is you're holding a one-pound rope in your hand, twirling it through space. Only difference. It's super accessible. It's super fucking cheap for all of you. I'm just going to call it like it is, you cheap motherfuckers out there. The reason I say this is because like, I, had so I had someone reach out to me if you – sorry, I can't like help but laugh. Uh, I'm cheap in a lot of ways too. I'm not like judging. I'm not, This isn't coming from a place of judgment. Um someone reached out to me a few months back like asking for my help and we were talking i was like okay so like cool like it sounds like you might be a good fit for my program because it, like what she was looking to achieve where she was at like mentally was where i'm at like and what i mean by that is um i lose a lot of people when the second i start saying i'm not writing you a meal plan um and you have to put in the effort like working with me isn't it doesn't mean you're gonna automatically get results and I'm very clear with people with that about upfront. So, anyway, she was. Uh, we're talking. Okay, I was like, I, and I asked her. I was like, hey, so like, what, what, uh, what kind of, what do you have set aside to invest into your health here? 
like how much can you afford monthly? And she's like 20 bucks. Mind you, this is after, and like this isn't to knock this woman. This is after this woman um, said she didn't, couldn't afford a gym membership. I'm pretty sure Planet Venice is like 10 bucks, I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, it's just like 20 bucks a month to invest in your health. Think about that for a moment. If you can only, then that's fine. Like if you only have 20 bucks, that's fine. Like I'm not here to, to belittle or shame anybody for only having 20 bucks um, to invest in their health. Because I understand a lot of people have like financial hardship and whatnot. But you're, okay, so if you can't invest more money, then you're gonna have to invest something else, like energetically. So you're gonna have to put in the time and effort it takes to learn this shit on your own. I mean, like working with me isn't, it's going to cost you way more than 20 bucks a month. I'll just be real with everybody who's ever considered it. It's a lot more than $20 a month. So, um, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there, y'all. If you guys took anything from this episode, please do rate and review on iTunes. Maybe I'm, I'm going to, maybe I'll dive deeper into Roadflow another time. So anyway, leave rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, all the things you know what to do. Thank you guys so much and peace out.